There's a bunch of keyboards in Mr. Erdem's room where it's like R, S, and T are like non-responsive. The most common letters in the alphabet. This is episode 10, season 2 of the Cast. Today we'll be talking about Souls-like games and what it means to be Souls-like. Souls-like. And joining you today is me, Austin, Ian, but unfortunately Conrad will not be joining us. Did you actually call him Connor? I'm proud of you. You remembered his name. Oh, I said Conrad. Okay, take back everything I just said. You're still a failure. So, when we mean uh, Souls-like games, this is relating to... Dark Souls and Dark Souls, um, like Souls-like games, like Bloodborne as well. So Dark Souls is a game, it, it is a, oh, how would you classify it, a fantasy RPG? Fantasy RPG in a way. It's essentially a uh, fantasy game where you run around wearing armor and using swords and spells and uh, killing things, as anyone would imagine. And if any of you don't know what Souls games are, I am amazed. You've been living under a rock for basically your entire life. So, Dark Souls has the reputation of being hard, uh, sometimes tedious. And very unforgiving. For instance, the, the prime currency in the game, the currency and the experience, is measured in souls. And if you die, all of your souls are left on the ground where you died. And if you die yet again before you are able to reclaim your souls, you lose literally everything except what you currently have in your inventory and your current level. Uh, Now, because of how unforgiving and hard the game is, critics have flown to Dark Souls as a measure of measuring other games because it's considered hardcore to play the game. Not that it is. One decently recent example is the amazing game of Cuphead. The... If you remember, Cuphead is a a platformer with sort of with uh, I think two different kinds of stages: run and gun, where you just run through a stage and shoot it and dodge enemies, or boss fight stages that have multiple phases. The difficulty of Cuphead is what made it desirable, but it also made everybody call it the Souls game of platformers, the the Souls esque version. But what it means to be Souls-like isn't necessarily hard and unforgiving. The thing that all these games have in common, other than their difficulty, is the fact that the producers don't expect the players to just be given everything exactly when they need it. They expect the players to have some sort of autonomy in their movement. They, they expect them to figure out what to do in a given situation to kill that great big armored pig, or killing Ornstein and Smo, or... Uh, not losing everything. Since you aren't given much of a tutorial in the game, you sort of just read some messages on the ground and fight a big, ugly, fat, obese thing. Now, in addition to that, in Dark Souls games and actual Souls-like games, um, when it comes to fighting the enemies, no two enemies are really the same. Each one has their own attacks, each one with usually multiple attacks, and you have to play accordingly to each one. You can't simply you can't simply be like, "Oh, I know how to deal with Oh, I was able to kill that hollow. Now I know how to deal with all of them." No you don't because while you may have just killed a single hollow wielding a dagger, 
in that same area, there's a few other hollows that have straight swords, spears and shields, the crossbows. crossbow hollow. The crossbow hollow is the worst. I hate him so much. But besides that, souls in general, the term souls-like is given wildly to games without any regard to what the game is actually like. In fact, saying that a game is souls-like can be a bit of a detriment to it because some people will they won't want to play a souls-like game. They're thinking, that's too hard, I, I won't be able to do it. I don't want to play a game that's not rewarding. Well, uh, Cuphead, as an example, what is it that you exactly do in Cuphead? You run around and shoot things, but what is it that makes it so engaging? For a lot of people, the thing that makes it engaging is, obviously it's difficulty, but also like um, its aesthetics and its art style, being that it seems very like old-timey. Think kind of back to like... Um, like, uh, the art styles of, like, the old Mickey Mouse and, if anyone's heard of it, Betty Boop or whatever that is. Everyone's heard of Betty Boop. I don't know. There's, I don't know. You got freshmen. I don't know. Maybe they haven't. But oh well. But it, more of an art style like that. And, like I said, the difficulty. Lots of people are drawn to a challenging game simply because it's challenging. They want to overcome it. But a lot of people found it so challenging that... They decided to call it the Dark Souls of Platformers, which really kind of made a detriment because other people found it really just moderately difficult. So Souls-like goes to a lot of other kinds of games, like, for instance, Geometry Dash. There are people who call Geometry Dash the Souls game of its genre, and it goes to a lot of other difficult games as well, even if those games aren't enjoyable or entertaining in the slightest. Another game... Um, for example, is one called Dead Cells. Essentially, you are this sort of, like, strange being that is able to uh, find... You essentially just find, like, a dead body, like, in a prison. And, kind of creepy. Yeah. And then you, like, become the head and take control of it. And what you're meant to do is you go through areas killing enemies, collecting better gear along the way, and um, along the way you also collect cells that at certain points you are able to spend these cells to unlock items or maybe purchase something. Now, the game itself is very difficult, but nowhere near as difficult as a actual Souls-like, because of the fact that each area has its own specific enemies, but it doesn't have as much as, it, say, a normal Dark Souls area would have. But if you see, like, a green dude, he's gonna be, like, Piccolo. almost... <laughs> if you see a green monster, he's gonna be the same green monster you're gonna see later in the level or even in a different level. While in Dark Souls, if you find, like I said earlier, a hollow, he may be holding a straight sword, he may be holding a shield, he may be holding a stupid bow... Souls-like has been given to so many games, it's sometimes hard to find which ones are good and which ones aren't. Uh, one such game, which has been called Souls-like, is... Uh, what's it called? That, that one old... What was it? Binding of Isaac. That's it. Binding of Isaac, I believe, has been called Souls-like because the difficulty in uh, the, the movement. You have to dodge the fetuses being thrown at you or else your fetus will die. What a morbid way to put Isaac. <clears throat> but besides that, 
I think the best game, uh, which is most deserving of Souls-like, is Typing of the Dead. Oh my god. Typing of the Dead, <laughs> even though it's a typing game, is very engaging. Because not only do you have to type out words at an incredible speed just to survive, but it's it's not just like the, was, cat, tree. They're, they're big words. It's like enlightened or, or uh, anaphora. Though I don't think Anaphor would actually be in there. It's large words that you wouldn't normally think of. And it, it's not just you get like five seconds to type out personification, but you're given like two seconds and you have to dodge uh, a table being thrown at you by a large mega fetus. Otherwise, you'll lose health. One such actual Souls-like game, being that it was created by the same people, is Bloodborne. Now, obviously, it doesn't have the dark or souls name to it. It still has the same sort of mechanics to it in the sense that you're not given everything from the get-go. You collect blood echoes instead of souls. However, it does have one different mechanic, and that's um, when you take damage, your health will go down, but then for a few seconds, an orange bar where your health was will stay there. And if you manage to deal damage back, you will get that health back. I'm pretty sure Bloodborne is a Souls game by definition because it was made by the same producers of Dark Souls uh, in the same way. It's essentially a similar game. Another game that I actually like kind of rediscovered recently, it's like, oh yeah, this was a thing, and it was, is uh, Neo, N-I-O-H. Sort of like a, uh, it's more set in like Japan. I've never heard of it. It's a pretty interesting game. It's definitely Souls-like in the form of combat and like uh weapons and stuff like that however it does add like uh new aspects to it like if you were to use only your fists because you're a sadist in dark souls you'd be only stuck with your fists but in neo if someone is attacking you with a weapon and you have uh just your fists you're able to do sort of a turnaround where, where you'll take the weapon and perform a critical hit on them with that weapon so to recap, Souls-like has to do with how engaging the game is and how much the, the game expects the player to give rather than the game giving to the player. Not necessarily difficulty. Difficulty just usually happens to come along with that second part. This has been Soul episode 10, Souls-like games. See you next time. See ya.